shower thought. Is fackers all inclusive? Should we be calling our female audiences factresses? <laughs> like uh, I mean, <laughs> I mean uh, a, a lot of um, a lot of actresses are just, go, ju- by just go by actor as yes, well, like the actor's life uh, by Jenna Fisher. And yeah, it's yeah, ladies. I do you feel left unis- out? I think it's a unisex. Do you want to be a factress? <laughs> a factress is uh, what we built this show upon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're just going to use the all-inclusive term facker, but just know that we also included you yeah. female factresses. We love you all. All of you. With and, with and without certain parts. <laughs> 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 so what do we have in store for these? You know what? I have to say, first of all, before we jump in, okay. if you've made it to episode seven, which is what this one is, in case you're curious, and you've, and you've listened to all of them, first of all, I have to say thank you. But second of all, I have to say, who hurt you? Like, yeah. why do you keep coming back uh, to this? And you know what? That's going <laughs> to actually kind of lead straight into a... Uh, the, the I fact it up. Uh, oh no, s- you segment. Uh, you know I cannot speak <laughs> or read, and my uh, lovely aunt Teresa <laughs> <laughs> uh, gave me this website wordreference.com, uh, and it even has foreign words and pronunciations, and you can click a little button and it tells you how to pronounce it. And she says how much she enjoys listening to the podcast every week, and I said I am so sorry that you look for like I'm, I don't know what's <laughs> going on in your life right now, <laughs> but if you look forward to this every week, look if you guys really need a different hobby, you can Google that, <laughs> or if you want us to cover it on our eighth episode, things you can do besides listening to us, we would be yeah. happy. Don't to- no listen to us. <laughs> No, we appreciate you all. We We know we have a good show. We like being downers, though, on ourselves. Oh, with self-deprecating humor is some of the best. Uh I find it quite comedic. All right. Yeah, so that's my, I fact it up. You I fact it up all the time. I you can't know what? read. It's tomato, fine. I'm going to mess something up today. Whatever. Potato, <laughs> potato. It's whatever. I personally enjoy listening to you completely fumble over simplistic words. I think it's part of my charm. You know what? It's a characteristic. Yeah, it's cute. It is. It's Thank adorable. you. Thank you. You're adorbs, or should I say adorbs? <laughs> Adorbs. <laughs> <laughs> the French version. <laughs> All right. What next? Uh, a fact of the future. Okay, I'm I- not. I'm completely. He said before we started. Hey, I've got a fact of the future. I'm. I'm in the dark here. I am. You can help out. You're though. the. I'm the Marty McFly. You are my Doc Brown. So tell me okay. what future we are no, going to. This is a bid up. Bid update. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. All right, I know where we're going. Yeah. Up and update. So, so I got to use it once. <laughs> Brittany, tell them, t- <laughs> tell them how I reacted. Okay, I'm glad you're letting me ex- ex- expose you for the. T- I don't care. I have no. All chance. right. So as you all know, last week, or if you didn't, if you're just tuning in, uh, Matthew has been asking for a bidet for the entire four years we've been together, and finally for his birthday this year, I went, I got him a bidet. I sprung for the. Elite 185, which also included for this factress, the feminine wash, um, which for a guy is just as good because it gets his undercarriage. You know what I'm talking about, ladies. The the purse, the purse with the jewels. So he installs it and, you know, uses it for the first time as one does when you're using a bidet. And he comes out with, I kid you not, tears in his eyes. I felt so clean, guys. Oh, my God. I'm not even... This is not a um, exagger- an ex- exaggeration at all. He was crying, wiping his eyes coming out of there. I don't know if... <laughs> <laughs> if the bidet was so strong it just came out of his eyeballs i don't know, you know but the the bidet bought me dinner first and it treated me right <laughs> i gotta tell you 
that bidet has gone where you know what i can't even never mind we're yeah. just gonna skip that but i uh you know i looked at it later after i installed it no. and i noticed a little leak sadness coming from uh from where you hook it up to the toilet uh part uh the uh, it's plastic and they gave us a metal T adapter. Yeah. You're supposed to get both. Elite 185 and, uh, comes with metal, but our our poor toilet is only equipped for plastic. Yeah, so. you know our flush valve thing is plastic. So uh, <sighs> they're sending us out one for free. So we're supposed to get it this weekend. So you know my butt's been super dirty. <laughs> not just kidding, but oh, you I'm not as fresh as I could be. <laughs> Not as fresh as he once was. I know. I just. You but know. you know what? Your freshness will come again. <laughs> they, I will. I will. You will. I will be clean once again. You and I will both be. Fr- I must say, ladies, I did also use the feminine wash, and I have to say, it was lovely. It was a nice, cleanly fountain of freshness upon my. Yeah. You flora could, and fauna below so. you couldn't use it above a, a low setting. no and the and I, I will say uh, I, it was like almost like pins and needles yes. if you had your butt a certain way uh but you can you know as long as you got your butt a certain you'll, you'll learn my you know? my I poor think. rectal ring could not handle above a small yeah. trickle or i sw- <laughs> i was ready to come off that toilet seat <laughs> and, and poor francesca right <laughs> She was scared of it so bad that she didn't use the toilet because she thought if she couldn't flush the toilet without it coming on. And so I found this out a day later and this poor girl had been holding her pee. I was like, honey. Not funny, but funny. But funny. Yeah. (laughs) So get yourself a bidet. Uh, I bought mine off Amazon. Lux bidet is what it's called. But make sure you get the right tea adapter. Okay. Wow. Now that we've plugged the Lux enough. (laughs) (laughs) Talking about our butt plug. (laughs) <laughs> plug for our butts uh, I mean, on the high setting it probably would plug your butt <laughs> with water this is what you guys came here happy friday morning <laughs> what would what our, our podcast be without a little toilet humor you know what that is what we are made of uh. Uh, <laughs> we're third graders all right you want to do an artifact yeah, but you have the artifact. I know. That's oh, okay. And you want to do? You want to get to that <laughs> yeah. segment next? Yes. What What follows butt information better than what goes in your mouth? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, this is going to come out the the, the the for the feminine wash. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what do we have here uh, today? We have a strawberry whiskey smash. Ooh. Okay. The original whiskey smash was created by Jerry Thomas in 1862 in his Bartender's Guide as a hybrid between the whiskey sour and the mint julep. This strawberry whiskey smash is inspired by Dale DeGroff's version, which he served in the 80s at the Rainbow Room, a.k.a. the Rockefeller Center, made infamous by Anthony Bourdain's Kitchen Confidential. I love Anthony Bourdain. So, hey, let's clink and drink. Uh, We'll pour one out for the homie. That is something you can just chug. I it is love Jameson. I think Jameson so is by far my yes. favorite. We made it with whiskey. Jameson. Mm-hmm. We yep. love Jameson here. Jameson. Mm. Ja- we are a Jameson fans. So. I, I love Irish whiskey. It's probably my favorite type of whiskey. Rye is a very close second, but uh, delish. You know. Very nice. So, uh, Brittany, let's. St- I'm gonna go to you. I want you to go first. You want me to go to first? Yeah, okay. go first. I have. I have a lot. I have a lot here. Oh, so boy. I, I think, you know, depending on where we are, I might cut some of my stuff. So um, well, let's mine shouldn't be too terribly long. Yeah. I, it looks long whenever I'm, I'm writing down my information. But gosh darn it, if it doesn't go quick, because I talk like uh, at the speed of light. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, I, well, yes. I just wanted to say that we fucking love you guys. Oh, we do fucking love you. 
All right. So my, I have got to start with a question. Okay. Matthew, what is the most disgusting or barbaric surgical or medical procedure that you know about from our past? Like if you had to think about some of the just. Uh, I mean, there's a, there's a lot. Of there's them. a lot. And I'm going to uh, cover some of today, but uh, I want to know what you think. Um, maybe um, castration or lobotomy mm. or um, uh, bloodletting. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> All good ones. <laughs> All very good. Those are typically the ones people know about. So. Okay. All right. Okay, guys, listen. The well, dentistry back then was pretty oh, messed up, Yes, too. it was, including for babies. And I'll get to that here in a oh second. Oh, my but gosh. Oh, we're in for it. We're folks. all in for it. Okay, so listen. She's going real morbid lately. <laughs> right? Like, this is, this pod has changed me as a person, okay? I started this journey with facts about snow globes and Muppets, and I've been slowly spiraling out of control ever since because... Last week, we ended up in the morgue, uh, and boy, let me tell you what I have in store for you guys today, facts and factresses, um, is is interesting. Okay, so like when I was going down this road of barbaric surgical procedures and medicine practices that we used to use, some of the ones that came up, bloodletting, leeches, uh, you know, lobotomies, things like that, things we all know. So I wanted to kind of go over stuff that you may not already know about. And I, boy, let me tell you what I came up with was some gems. Okay. My, one of my favorite ones was the wandering womb. All right. I have no <laughs> idea where this is going. Okay. So ancient Greek doctors used to believe that the womb, the woman's womb, if you will, uh, <laughs> not the man's, womb. not the man's womb. Hey, we, again, inclusivity. Um, it, if it didn't bear children quick enough, would get antsy and re- detach itself from its ligaments and wander through the woman's body. I'm, I'm getting the fact out of here. <laughs> so it would wander through the woman's body and cause things like seizures, hysteria. Everything a woman did back in the day was automatically considered hysteria, right? Like we couldn't even breathe without a man being like hysterical. And so this is what they thought. They thought that women who were in the throes of hysteria, simply their womb was just wandering around. Their body. <laughs> <laughs> this is so funny to me. Okay. Oh, it's in my foot today. <laughs> like this cartoon womb with legs and arms just walking the, around the my body. The magic school bus. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, Keisha. That's a womb. <laughs> What's it doing in her left toe? Well, let's find out. <laughs> All right. So this lasted all the way into the Roman times. And so how you how do you fix a wandering womb, you ask? Let me tell you. So one, they would encourage women to bear children as early as possible. Because if you didn't bear children, your womb would cry out because of its urge to bear children. And that's how it would wreak havoc. If your womb had already detached itself and was walking around haunting the rest of your body like a womb wraith. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What they would do is they would fumigate your head region with sulfur and rub sweet smelling lotion between a woman's thighs because they believe the womb would run from the bad odors and run towards the good odors, which would be down towards your. (laughs) I love old science. Right. I love old science. I mean, other than the fumigating my head with sulfur, I'm all for you rubbing good smelling stuff on my thigh. (laughs) How do they determine that that womb is gone, baby, gone? That's a (laughs) rambling womb. (laughs) If she was having seizures or hysteria. Okay. So if a woman was hysterical and she hadn't born children yet, they would 
you know, put some sulfur around her head, rub her up with some lavender down in her lady laboratory, and hope that the womb would reattach itself to its cavity. What, what do you what do you mean? What do you mean you put uh, mint on the lamb today? <laughs> you you're crazy. Your must your womb must be gone. <laughs> Could you imagine? Oh my god. So on the other hand, okay. So if you wanted to prevent an unwanted pregnancy. Just shove a whole handful of crocodile crap right up in your twat. All right? Nothing like it. Can you start from the beginning? Okay, so... (laughs) 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 They believed that crocodile excrement could help ward off unwanted pregnancies. So, like, a dung douche, if you would. They would take... I don't want to know how they got the... (laughs) I don't want to know how they got it. Collecting this must have been a chore. (laughs) But you would just shove it up a woman's... Hoomadoobadoo... And, uh, you know, not only would you ward off babies, but Captain Hook himself. (laughs) (laughs) Just chasing around a crocodile with a rucksack. Come on. (laughs) Come on. Mama does not want a son today. (laughs) Oh, God. I've already got two. (laughs) (laughs) What if you didn't live in an area where crocodiles were like a thing? Uh, Would an alligator suffice? Could you use an alligator? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I just imagine my my OBGYN coming at me with a handful of crock dung and being like here instead of tying your tubes we're just gonna shove this right up in you all right this uh komodo dragon looks close enough <laughs> as will any reptile do 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 talk about birth control man mm-hmm. uh as you can guess it didn't work I would I mean I'm sure that there were a lot of really painful women walking around all right so speaking of unfulfilled uteri If a woman wasn't feeling, you know, horny like a dude, like, like, okay, your man is all like, let's go, baby. And she was like, no, I'm not feeling it. Uh, A doctor could prescribe her a good elixir of horse saliva to help and repair her libido. I will keep that in my cabinet. (laughs) You're not feeling in the mood. (laughs) You know, it's great that modern medicine would later discover foreplay. That helps. (laughs) Here's a bottle of fucking foreplay. Let's try this. Or just good old fashioned lube. (laughs) (laughs) Doctor. Oh, man, that's a whole nother use for the horse saliva. (laughs) Oh, God. How about some over the counter clit finder? That would be really great. (laughs) <laughs> All right, so moving away from the womb. OTC. <laughs> so if we move away from the womb a bit, let's talk about the other end of your pendulum, you know, the um, um, your rectum, okay? So apparently our ancestors love to shove things up their stink wrinkle. Stink uh, wrinkle. <laughs> <laughs> Everything from boar bile. Mm-hmm. All right. So, again, I want to know who's going around waiting for a boar to toss its cookies. Those are order- some nasty rucksacks, man. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> who's sitting there like, okay, pu- like, puke, pig. We need your we need your bile. Sticking your finger down a pig's <laughs> <laughs> Inducing vomiting. <laughs> Tricks are for pigs. Um, <laughs> so, to literally blowing smoke up their ass. So, there was a thing called smoke... <laughs> enemas right and they believed you could revive a person from near death by taking a puff and blowing a smoke up someone's ass and it not only did it not work uh, and it could damage your insides but also it caused issues to the blower of the smoke because if you were if you started coughing from the smoke and you accidentally <gasps> ingested you could ingest like cholera or C. diff, or something from the patient's asshole, and then you yourself got sick. It was like a Frida. It's like a Frida no-sucker for your for the oh ass. Oh, my. Yeah. It right. sounds like something the jackass guys would do. 
right. So the other thing they would do with their assholes, in case you're wondering. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Tell me more. Oh, I will. Uh, you could brand your hemorrhoids with a hot iron rod. So in order to get rid of hem, Okay. Like I, uh, TMI. But I suffer with hemorrhoids, okay? Ever since I was pregnant yeah. with Francesca. Yeah, mo- most pr- uh, people who have It doesn't go away. Too. So what they would do is they would heat up an iron rod, like a cattle prod, like a branding prod, and shove it on your hemorrhoid. And supposedly, I guess, I mean, anytime you shove anything hot, scolding on your body, it's going to shrivel something up. So I guess it worked. But God, how painful. There's a lot of nerve endings in your hemorrhoid. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't know. If they thought it could cure an ailment, up the chocolate starfish it went. I mean, like, what the <laughs> fuck, Grandma? What were you thinking? <laughs> Freaky. God. All right. So speaking of the fudge muscle, we know that. <laughs> <laughs> Did you look up a bunch of <laughs> You guys like my many words. Thank you, Urban Dictionary. Okay, so we know that our illustrious ancestors use all sorts of bodily liquids and creamy centers to ward off bad spirits and sicknesses. And lucky for our great, great fam of the past, they looked to old Brown Town <laughs> for some of these cures. But it wasn't just our Hershey Highway that they traveled. Oh, no. No, no, no. Animals of every shape and size. That was what we found out with the crocodile. If, if their, their motto was, like, if it shits, it fits, right? So including flies right so okay how do you collect fly scat can someone please uh, get crocodile dung to boar vomit i've never seen a fly take a shit (laughs) how do you and how much fly scat does it take to make one pooty pill like i'm just trying to figure this out I'm do you have any? Can you no, answer? No, I have no Riddle clue. I, I didn't even know flies pooped. I mean, I <laughs> guess they would, I, but. I, I mean, everybody poops. If you eat, you poop. But again, why? But you know what? Surprisingly, this is going to shock you, but it does sometimes have healing properties because some of the microflora in our shit is antibiotic, is antibacterial. So it didn't work all the time, didn't work as good as they thought it would, but. I mean, we, our ancestors loved to collect the feces of any living, breathing, eating creature it could and just put it somewhere. It cured headaches and uh, hysteria and schizophrenia and syphilis and everything else, um, including urine. All right. Urine was such a hot commodity for anything from softening leather to bleaching your teeth, you know, because of the ammonia, uh, so much so that there was a tax on urine for the people who collected it and sold it. Yeah, urine tax, a pee-pee tax, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> and what they would do is uh, they'd make a profit by collecting the old mellow yellow from public urinals. The longer it sat, the more it was desired because the more the ammonia was strong. Uh, so, yeah, you'd pee and you'd leave. And a couple days later, some urine entrepreneur, entrepreneur, <laughs> <pee-near>, <laughs> would come by, <laughs> collect your pee, and then sell it. For all sorts of remedies and uses. No taxation without urination. You know. (laughs) (laughs) The Boston Pea Party. (laughs) 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 Could you. Okay. But I have to give our ancestors credit. They used all parts of everything. (laughs) Right. If it could be used, it was used. Which leads me to my next corpse medicine. I know I'm pretty sure most people know about corpse medicine, but we would use bones, fat, blood, hair, anything we could get from a dead body would be mixed up in medicine because they believed that it would cure all sorts of things. They would sell something called mummy powder. Uh, So they would 
go and find mummified corpses and grind it into a powder. And this was like a big, a big thing was mummy powder. Um, kind of a ghoulish thing that they would do is these people who would sell this corpse medicine, they would wait at executions for the person to die so they could get fresh. Yeah. They oh, would yeah. like the fresher, the better. Yeah. Could you imagine like just chilling at an execution when you're like your bag of whatever waiting your rucksack your rucksack it's <laughs> <laughs> gotta be the title of this at this point rucksack rucksack uh just wait like how could you i mean i would i'd be pissed i'm sorry if i was gonna get executed and i'm sitting there and there's somebody just waiting to make a profit off of my blood i'd be so mad i'm like excuse me can i have you know can you at least pay my family for yeah, this that's mine man as i said in the last episode you, you're not getting none of my corpse yeah it, it's crazy uh, some other fascinating things I learned. Uh, at one time, people believed sharks could not get cancer. Uh, so they would sell shark cartilage. It's really cool. If you look it up on Google, you can see all these pill bottles, kind of like how we see nowadays when you're just walking down your pharmacy section at Walgreens or whatever. And it would like proudly proclaim shark cartilage, you know, right across the front. <laughs> there's like a little happy shark on there. <laughs> <laughs> people bought this stuff because they believed it would keep you from getting cancer. Uh, truth note here, sharks do get cancer. So that didn't work. That didn't wait, you know, last very long. Um, also, if you had rheumatism or arthritis or joint pain, you could sit inside a whale carcass for 30 hours and it would supposedly heal your joints and ache pains. Like freaking like tauntaun. <laughs> <laughs> Just hanging out inside a whale carcass. All right, Jonah. How long did it take people to realize that it didn't work? Um, One of my all-time favorite things that I read was malaria therapy to cure syphilis. So listen to this shit. They would purposely inject a person with malaria so that their fever would get so high that it killed the syphilis. It did work sometimes. But did it work? It (laughs) did work sometimes. Uh, Surprisingly enough, though, people died of no way malaria i know there was this funny i shouldn't i can't i shouldn't laugh this isn't funny but it's just it's uncomfortable but there's a there's a picture online of like a screen you know they put like the mosquito screens up Mm -hmm. and there's a little there's a little mosquito and he's like breaking through the screen and he's like now's my chance (laughs) that's what it says like a little comic is oh boy now's my chance for malaria therapy yeah wow basically saying oh man i can get in there and yeah right up backed up um not all these ancient practices are that wild though so something like using maggots to eat away your dead flesh and like debride your your you know toes and stuff it's making a comeback because people are becoming resistant to antibiotics Mm -hmm. so they're starting to use some of these old things because they actually do work so they will um Put maggots on your wound and wrap it up for a couple days and let the maggots eat away at the old dead. Uh. Right? Leeches are another one. Bloodletting is still a thing that they can do. If you have an overabundance of iron in your body, they will actually do some bloodletting to help release some of that. Can't you just donate blood? I, I, <laughs> or something that's like a more efficient way of doing it. Well, I imagine if your blood is tainted with high levels of iron, they probably don't want your blood. Oh, is that like a bad that, thing that would to probably, donate? I would, I would imagine if it's a toxic amount of of iron, let's oh. not give it to our dead, dying people. But <laughs> <All right. laughs> maybe, th- maybe they're <laughs> maybe they <laughs> <laughs> let's give it to our anemic people. Yeah, Are you yeah. anemic? Um, and the other cool thing that we still do is fecal transplants. Uh-huh. Yep. We talked about that at what, like our baby shower, was it? Oh, yeah. That <laughs> what, was What a, a fun party <laughs> conversation <laughs> we had with your family. How do you remember that? 
That is funny. Okay, so, I mean, this leads me to our factivity. And, guys, I really want you to get in involved in this discussion. Like, make this a thing on our Facebook page because I'm dying to know. What practices do we use today that our descendants, our children's children's children, is going to look back at the year 2021 and go, what the hell, Grandma? What were you thinking? I want to, like, there's got to be something. We we just took our son to get his uh, vaccines today, his six-month vaccines, and three shots in his poor little thigh. I have a feeling that there's going to come a point in the future where they're going to look back and go, oh, my God, they stuck little babies with needles? <laughs> and, and Circumcision. Gonna, circumcision, yeah. Um, you know, I was thinking, like, there's just – there's just got to be something that we do now that was completely normal to us. Like we don't really think much of it, but in years they're going to go, what, why, what were they thinking? You know, cause we all, we all, yeah. look, we all look back at people who use like heroin and medication, arsenic, mercury. I mean, all these things that we now know are dangerous. We look back and laugh, but back then, mm, you know, probably they w- opioids. Yeah. 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 Cause that's I mean, a big you, one. you think meth was being used way back in, then for obesity appetite suppressants like it was totally normal to just take some meth because that was gonna help yeah. you not get fat and, and i would it not does. be surprised if opioids are just basically completely just medically not used at all yeah eventually yeah it's it's just not a long-term pain strategy of like thing and it's so easily addictive and i mean if you're in that kind of pain it's just it's it, it <laughs> <laughs> you, you you start craving that and your body starts being in pain because you want you're addicted right and so you're in even more pain it's right. it's, it's a terrible long-term pain strategy um and unfortunately like if you have that kind of pain you're 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 just gonna be in pain like and that i mean hopefully medical you know you can have like a surgery or something but i mean for the most part you just almost have to live with it uh, until like a science cuts it catches up but true True. That got heavy. That got real. Yeah, it did. That got real, well, real you're fast. talking about medical shit. I am. I am. And that's what yeah. I'm saying, guys. I well, want you to get on and tell me what do you think is a barbaric thing we do now. And let's keep this not. Let's let's not get political. Like I don't want to yeah. hear oh COVID nineteen vaccine. Like let's stay away from that crap. Okay, yeah. this is not what this is about. <clears throat> I'm talking about you know lumbar punctures are my personal one. Like yeah. I, having had a couple lumbar punctures. Whew, let me tell you. Mm-hmm. You know, spinal tap, spinal taps. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So there's, there's stuff out there that, you, you know, so tell me what it yeah. is. I mean, I, I was actually having that discussion. I think we might've been too, but, uh, with my friend at work about, um, just things that, I mean, this isn't medical, but things that, you know, in a hundred, 200 years from now, what will be known for, you know, buying stuff over for like cheap electronics from overseas when the conditions are horrible or the way our caught we get our coffee and just we're we're just seen as barbaric for for the way that we purchase things and 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 you know trade things and buy things and that's going to be our our cross to bear (laughs) for like our our grandkid great grandkids or whatever as we progress and become more awakened (laughs) to the reality of you know inhumane practices absolutely Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, so, well, that concludes my uh, dark descent down the rabbit hole okay. of hell. How about you? <laughs> well, uh, let's continue down the dark rabbit hole of <laughs> oh, hell. Oh, <laughs> sweet. This is darkness. <laughs> Not really. I oh, had, darkness I woke up in the middle of the night the other night, and I had just a horrific dream that my the love of my life had died, and Steve I knew Zaragoza? it. Steve <laughs> Zaragoza? <laughs> no, no, Sorry. no. You. Oh. Oh, thanks. And, uh. And, and uh, I, the whole dream was just like I was reading 
the last text that we that we sent each other and I was just like realizing I'd never get another text from you and I was just like it was like the whole dream was me pro- it felt like it was probably like a half hour long in the dream it was probably like 2 minutes in real life but <laughs> however long the dream was but uh yeah it was just me just grieving you I was just crying it was just and it felt so real and I just like yeah, it was awful, and it just got me thinking, what are dreams? Why do I feel like Jesus. this? Because it stuck with me the next day. I didn't feel right the entire next day. I had this anxiety, this sadness within me uh, for the entire next day because I really thought I lost you. Man, cue you know? the Smith song and, and cut yourself. <laughs> Good God. <Yeah. laughs> Jeez. Uh, but... Uh, <laughs> So what are dreams? Dreams are stories and images that our minds create while we sleep. They can be fun, scary, embarrassing, etc. It can make you feel almost any other motion, you know. And um, in stage five sleep, which is REM sleep, rapid eye movement, uh, it's the that's the only time you can dream. So you got to be in a deep sleep. Uh, let's do some. Well, fun facts about dreams. Right? All right. We may not remember dreaming, but everyone is thought to dream between three to six times per night. Now, that does see, this doesn't make sense to me because you have to hit REM sleep. Like, if you're not sleeping that long, you have to hit, you know what I mean? You have to be sleeping for so long. Like, so if you know. have a six-month-old that wakes yeah, up every day in three exactly. hours? I don't, I don't know if I dream that much, to be honest. Cause I'm, I do. before him. Really? You think I do? I, no, I dream. Oh, you do? Oh, okay. my God. I dream, and I remember almost all of my dreams yeah. the next day. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, well, that might be a back later yes it is thought that each dream lasts between five to 20 minutes okay uh around 95 percent of dreams are forgotten by the time the person gets out of bed i don't know man everyone's different but i guess this is like me and dreams go way back so (laughs) uh dreaming can help you learn and develop long-term memories (laughs) 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 i wonder what kind of long-term memories you got from all your dreams (laughs) i don't know (laughs) You learn any lessons from them? Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't know. Uh, blind people can uh, dream more with other sensory components compared with sighted people. So I guess like um, sounds and and. Uh, huh. and like that. that's really I like that. That's really fascinating. Uh, there are several theories about why we dream, and dreams are merely a part of the sleep. Are, are they merely a part of the sleep cycle, or do they serve some other purpose? I think they serve a purpose. Yeah. Absolutely. I am convinced that dreams have all sorts of symbolisms and meanings. Yeah. There's a ton of explanations that, you know, experts and other uh, just laymen like us. There's have. just too much. Like my dreams are beginning, middle and end. I never have just yeah. a like, f- you know, floating unicorn on a cloud. No, mine literally have a storyline. all, And some are very, yeah. very violent. I, I don't. Mine usually don't have a conclusion. Like mine was just left with me crying. My conclu- your conclusion was I died. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> Wait but a minute, if you die in someone else's dreams, do you die in real life? You know that that old <laughs> saying that if you die in your dream, you die in real life? I, is, I don't know. You've never saying. heard no, that? Like, really. if you're, like, if you're like in a train wreck or something and you die in your own dream, they, people, like, say that you die oh, in real life. Is it, like, life. an omen? Or? No, they just say that you won't wake up. Like, that's oh. your death. You just die. I've okay. died a lot in my dreams, and I've oh. never really died. So. Do you actually die, die? You just like, are you like a fly on the wall looking at yourself dead? No, I die. I've been shot by like terrorists and all sorts of stuff in my okay. dreams. <laughs> what, what are you doing in Kabul? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, people, uh, possible explanations include representing unconscious desires and wishes, 
Interpreting random si- yeah. interpreting random signals from the brain and body during sleep, consolidating and processing information gathered during the day, working as a form of psychotherapy. I believe that too. Yeah. From evidence and new research methodologies, researchers have speculated that dreaming serves the following functions. So this is what experts are actually saying. Offline memory reprocessing in which the brain consolidates learning and memory tasks and supports the record's waking consciousness. Okay. Preparing for possible future threats. Oh. That's interesting. I could see that. Yeah. yeah. I can see. Maybe that's why I've been having. I've literally been dreaming at least three times a week about our wedding and all the shit that's going to go wrong with it. So you're super prepared. I'm prepared. (laughs) My bridesmaids don't show up. My last one, I was marrying the wrong guy. (laughs) (laughs) I hope that. I was marrying my third grade boyfriend Zach in this last dream, and he was still engaged to the girl that he's currently engaged to. And there was like all his leather jacket on. He did have his leather jacket on. And I'm sitting here like, dude, I haven't talked to you in 20 years. Why am I marrying you? And he was wholly un, just did not care about me at all in that wedding, too. Like, we didn't spend any time together during that wedding. He's like, sup. Sup. Cognitive stimulation, or sorry, cognitive simulation of real life. I backed it up. Cognitive simulation of real life. I know that word. Pronunciation, simulation, simulation. Simulation. (laughs) (laughs) Cognitive simulation of real life experiences as dreaming is a subsystem of the waking default network, the part of the mind active during daydreaming. So that's super. Bill Gates. (laughs) (laughs) Helping develop cognitive capabilities. So I guess you can develop skills in dreams. Is that what that's saying? Uh, I don't know. I've never developed any skills that I know of. You know of. Reflecting unconscious mental function in a psychoanalytic way. Okay, could you please elaborate for those of us that don't speak? I don't speak it either. B.F. Skinner, could you help (laughs) us here? A unique state of consciousness that incorporates experience of the present, processing of the past, and preparation for the future. Okay. So that makes sense, right? I mean, yeah, I guess that's basically just going through. Just your through, brain going through it all. Going through now and then and uh, what's to come. I wish it would stay away from the then, please. And here's the last one of <laughs> this is the last doctor speaking. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Young. <laughs> A psychological space where overwhelming, contradictory, or highly complex notions can be brought together by dreaming ego, notions, that would be unsettling while awake, serving the need for psychological balance and equilibrium. I, I don't like have that a f- one a lot. I don't have any idea what that means. Could that, you elaborate? Okay, so you've got the words. I'm just hearing them. <laughs> okay, so basically, uh, it's it's making okay some things that would like make you unsettled or whatever. You're 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 trying to bring balance to them in your mind because while you're awake, you know you can't you can't can't fully you can't grasp fully it? grasp it. Okay, but, so it's your brain. Uh, just kind of making sense of it all. That makes sense. Yeah. So uh, nightmares are a type of dream, right? Yeah. You've been having them. Uh, uh, that's basically all I have are nightmares. Yeah. What do you think can cause a nightmare? Do you think there's a cause well, for it? Do you I think it's random? No, I definitely think that um, unhelped stress, worry, mm-hmm. uh, fear. Stress, fear, trauma, emotional difficulties, illness, and the use of certain drugs or medications seem to be. The theory of nightmares. I can see that. Yeah. Or Freddy Krueger. Bitch. 
lucid dreams. Do you know what lucid dreams are? Isn't that when you're still kind of awake? Yeah, lucid dreaming is the where the dreamer is aware that they are dreaming. Yeah. They may have That's some freaky. control. It is over the dream. This is this measure of control can vary between lucid dreamers. They often occur in the middle of a regular dream when the sleeping person realizes suddenly that they are dreaming. I think I've had those before. Where you just like like you're about I to know. be murdered and you're like, bam, and you steal the gun. You're like, boom, boom, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yippee ki yay yay <laughs> You're like the hero. Like you become the hero because like you're in this like, right? I mean, I th- I dream how, hard. That's how I... S- <laughs> <laughs> that's, how, that's how I s- picture lucid dreaming is like, like you're in a perilous situation. You realize you're wait, wait a second. I, I control this. <laughs> I am the dream master. We can't go through this pod without making an inception joke at some <laughs> point. Right. Like, come on. Um, I haven't even seen that movie all the way through. What? Cause I, I don't or know. maybe you only have dreamt that you haven't seen that movie all the way no, through. No, I, I tried to go dreaming cause it put me asleep. I, <laughs> like, <laughs> it was a long I ass movie. I, I was just dude. Like, there was a certain point where there were like third level dream, and I'm like, this is fucking stupid. <laughs> like, I just, I'm sorry. I know that that movie's super popular, but I was like, this is not, this is about as deep as a it's, third grader it's in a bathtub. It's popular because of its conception. A- and, and the director. <laughs> I think he gets a lot of, <laughs> too, maybe, maybe a little bit too much grace from people, uh, but that's just me. I, uh, anyway. Don't 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 at me. And this is the last episode they ever watch. <laughs> All right, uh, the people that are in your dreams, your characters. Okay. <gasps> Ooh. <laughs> okay. What do you think? Do you think that they are people from your life? Do you no. make them up in your brain? Okay. So I always dream about people I know, but I don't think they're representing themselves. Okay. I think because I used to have this recurring dream of my ex boyfriend, and I'm not gonna discuss who, just in case he ever listens to this pod. <laughs> but for the long He's going to know who it is. Forever and ever in my dreams, he would be walking along the side. I always have recurring dreams. He'd be walking along the side of the road, and he would be just saying, I just want to talk to you. I don't think it had anything to do with him as a person. I think it had to do with something in my life that I was not solving the problem. And it mm-hmm. kept trying to, like, it was manifesting itself as as him, but it wasn't about him. Like, right? So you see what I'm saying? But yeah. it had to do, it had to make itself concrete. It was an abstract thought trying to become concrete. And I think it takes on the form of the people that we know, or maybe we associate feelings like that with, um, God, we're getting deep as hell. That is, this is nice, but that is how I saw, because I have a lot of recurring dreams too. And it's always dealing with people I know, but it has nothing to do with them as people. So yes, I agree to answer your question. All right. <laughs> a study of 320 adult dream reports found, of the characters represented a named person known to the dreamer. 35% of the characters were identified by their social role, for example, policeman or relationship to the dreamer, such as a friend. 16% were not recognized. Among the named characters, 32% were identified by their appearance. 21% were identified by their behavior. 45% 45% were identified by the face, and 44% were identified by just knowing. I just know. I don't yeah. Know. I just know. You just know. Yeah. <laughs> Elements of bizarreness <laughs> were reported in 14% of the named and generic characters. <laughs> I bizarreness? Guess, yeah, I guess the, uh, the way that they acted, and like, not less, not Jimmy. <laughs> 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 yeah. So that's th- that's all I have I uh, about dreams. Oh my god, I love talking about dreams but because I could have gone deeper. The article that I was referencing, for the most part, 
man, was it long. I <laughs> could so talk I tried about to get the dream. most interesting stuff. You know me every morning almost. I'm like, oh my God, I had this dream last night. Yeah, and you're and like, I'm like, what did I do this time? You, Why do, are you, mad you at me? are such an asshole to me <laughs> in my dreams. What is the deal? <laughs> okay, so in my dreams about Matthew, okay, so apparently I'm dying in his. In mine, he's always going off with a group of friends, having a great time. Not letting me know where he's going and not, I'm now part of it. Like I'm being left out. I have this, I have this like dream about him just going and doing things and just like, I'll be like, Hey honey, I miss you. And he's like, yeah, I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) It's just such or cheating on me. Like you're, I guess that's just, again, it has nothing to do with you as a person, but maybe my own fears and worries about, you know, losing what we have or you hurting me someday. Like it's definitely not me as a person. (laughs) No, it's not at all. But it's just, those are the dreams I have about you. It's crazy. And then I'm dying in yours. What the hell, man? <laughs> oh, look, I I don't know how you died. You just were dead. So you have no idea. Like I did, it wasn't like no. a cancer die. I was just. No. I have no idea why you I, were dead. But I did I, die I, in I your knew dream. You were, I no. I don't. I just know knew that you were dead. Like like so I just know. knew it. And I was like the first thing I remember is like being in WhatsApp and lo- reading Aww. the last text that we what sent each other. What was the last text other. I sent? I, it was just something. It was something just mundane. And like and it was like, and I was reading. I'm like. Man, like that's how we left it. Like that's the oh last. Oh my This God. is the last words that we said to each other. Like I'm like, man. And then <laughs> I don't know. So if you had to psychoanalyze, knowing what you know now, what if you had to psychoanalyze that dream in particular? What do you think that that is? What are your What was your brain doing? I'm just afraid to lose you, right? Like, and and you've been having some weird like uh, medical things going Aww, on, like true. low blood pressure thing or whatever it is, migraine. That's or, true. We did just have the and, discussion and about, yeah. about yeah, and you're always talking morbid about wills and stuff and being prepared hey, i'm just and prepper okay i'm a doomsday uh, prepper my own doom <laughs> <laughs> i want to leave my family you know <laughs> look wow that's deep yeah. man that's deep that's deep bro yeah and then i mentioned much that of a dreamer no i'm not you don't dream no. okay. i feel like women are more apt to remember their dreams than men are do you think uh like that? in the article uh no it's like ex- pretty much even really because yeah. i feel no, like guys there's no uh age difference or anything like sometimes children remember dreams more and sometimes they don't what is one of the most vivid or like dreams that you've ever had like what's a dream from your past that you still remember to this day i forget them yeah yeah i don't know See, i don't I hold, I don't hold on, on to them oh my god i hold on to them it's again it doesn't mean no how am i supposed to know uh, how many curls shirley temple has on her head if I'm remembering dreams that don't affect my <laughs> daily How life. How many curls does Shirley Temple have? I, I think it's 36. What the fuck? <laughs> it's in the 30s, oh I think. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. I don't, I don't remember exactly. You put me on the spot. There. I feel like my dreams are very symbolic of my life. So, for instance, before I left my marriage, uh, my, my previous marriage, y'all, um, I kept having this recurring dream very frequently where I was driving on a, an overpass, and I was meant to go straight on the on the highway and instead every time in my dream I would turn right and go off into a place I had no idea where I was I was uncomfortable I was scared I wasn't happy and it was just this it was awful and I would find myself in a place where I felt very fearful and I had this dream for years almost almost every week and it was clearly indicative of the fact that I knew my life was on the wrong path right like I'm not trying to be all you know Miss Cleo here but I'm just (laughs) saying I could tell, and I have not had that dream once since I've left. So it's it's very it's crazy. It's crazy what your brain can do. Yeah, it seems like your your brain is always trying to steer you in a direction while you're sleeping. Yes, it is. And you know what? I'm a writer, 
at yeah. heart. I'm an artist at heart. And so I completely believe in your, your dreams trying to give you some sort of answer somewhere, whether it's. Oh. Yes. I, c- I have a dream story. Oh, tell me. Take that, MLK. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, a much better speech is about to occur. <laughs> All right. All right. And and this is uh, crazy because my brother had the same dream (gasps) on the same night. Okay. Shut up. So we both dreamed about, okay, my old house. Okay. You know how the garage is attached in the back? Yes. Well, okay. We we since broke (laughs) the window. (laughs) But you used to be able to see into the garage. Okay. Okay. And uh, so there was a window to the door to the garage. And uh, so we just we both dreamed of this old creepy lady just standing in that <laughs> this same night. I'm staring at you yeah. oddly because do you remember when we lived in your grandma's house period for a yeah. short period of time and Chessie was in the room that she was sleeping in, which was your old bedroom. Yeah. Um, she was convinced that there was a witch in the trees outside of her bedroom. Really? When she was living there. Huh. An old lady. Why did you never tell me that? I guess because I didn't think much of it when she told me. Here I am like, oh, I believe dreams mean something. And I just completely pissed away my daughter. Are you saying that me and my brother seen that witch in our dream? I don't know. Chessie was convinced. She would wake up scared to death. She hated the fact that that the uh, window was ground level. That that window was ground level because she could see up into the trees. She was convinced there was an old lady up in that tree watching her at night. I swear it on everything. Wow. I think y'all have some kind of um, a witchy. Woman? Yeah, w- witchy woman. <laughs> <laughs> it's witchcraft. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Wow, maybe we should look into the uh, the history of those uh, two uh, properties. I think you should. That yeah. is insane. Huh. Ooh, uh, that, hey, that gives uh, me chills. <laughs> parents, if you're listening, <laughs> okay, tell me. You know the history of that house pretty well. I know that uh, it was owned by part of our family beforehand, uh, and. Uh, so was there any like uh, weird women that <laughs> lived in the house <laughs> before <women>. we did? <laughs> any uh, any just uh, you know? That's crazy. Voodoo, Mama Juju, Mama Juju <laughs> Voodoo. <laughs> wow, what a way to what a way to end this! Yeah, holy cow. Okay, uh, <laughs> I'm kind of creeped out. I know. <laughs> Woo! How do you how do you end something? <laughs> Hey, guys, hope yeah. you have a great rest of your hey, Friday. Like, subscribe to the YouTube. Uh, Check out our all, like our whole link page now. Yeah, we have a row. link page. That's awesome. Yes. yes. Why didn't we plug that? Yes. Um, oh, we're plugging it now. If they made it this far, they deserve this little caveat. If they <laughs> they didn't deserve make it, it this at far, the beginning, too. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, guys, again, get online. Discuss uh, dreams if you want. Tell us what your most vivid dream was. Discuss um, uh, medicinal barbaricness. Yeah. Tell us what you think. And we will be back for episode eight. All right. It's time to get the fact out of here.